welcome to the Real Life Cooking Podcast. I'm Kate Shaw, and this week we're going to learn how to make cream cheese tarts. Okay, finally, yes, this is the start of our third season. I'm going to try to release two episodes a month, but I can't promise that I'll manage it every month. The episodes themselves are usually pretty quick to record and edit, but it takes time to actually make the recipes and record all the details properly. Anyway, let's learn how to make cream cheese tarts. I have a vague memory of finding this recipe in a cookbook I got from the library, but I don't remember which one. It makes a pretty and unusual treat that's showy enough for office parties or holiday parties while being easy to throw together quickly. You just have to have enough time to let the tarts cool completely and then chill in the fridge after they're done. The recipe as listed in the show notes is halved from the original, since I rarely need to make 12 of these things. They're rich, and since they're made in ordinary muffin pans, quite large. They taste a little like cherry danishes and a little like cheesecake, but with a lighter texture. You can easily double the recipe if you like, in which case you'll need a larger mixing bowl. You only need one mixing bowl for this recipe, and if you're only making six, you can use a medium mixing bowl instead of a large. You'll also need a muffin pan and some cupcake liners. If you remember to get the cream cheese and egg out of the fridge a few hours beforehand to warm to room temperature, it's much easier to make these. Put the cupcake liners in the muffin pan and turn the oven on to preheat. Then place a single vanilla wafer into the bottom of each cupcake liner, flat side down. Yes, it looks too small. No, do not put more than one in each cup. The vanilla wafer just adds a little bit of texture to the finished tart and implies the existence of a crust without you needing to actually make one. Next. Cream together the cream cheese and sugar, just like you would cream butter and sugar to make a cake or cookies. If you started with room temperature cream cheese, it shouldn't take much time at all to get the sugar fully incorporated. Then add the egg and vanilla extract and mix it up thoroughly until it's light and fluffy. Hopefully, by this time, the oven is ready because you are done and just about ready to bake it. I told you this was easy. Fill each muffin cup with the cream cheese mixture, plopping it on top of the vanilla wafer. You'll fill the cups pretty much all the way to the top. Then put the pan in the oven and set the timer for 20 minutes. When the time is up, take it out and set the pan on the stove or sink to cool completely. When you first take them out of the oven, the tarts are puffed up like little souffles. Just like a souffle, they'll start to deflate and crack almost immediately, and that's fine. They're supposed to. They'll form a dip in the middle as they sink, and once they're cool, that's where you'll spoon the cherry filling in. Cherry filling is canned cherries cooked down with sugar and a few other ingredients, like lemon juice, and thickened with cornstarch to make a gloppy sweet tart filling for pies and other recipes. You can make it from scratch, but for this recipe, you just want the canned stuff. It doesn't really matter what brand, although the cheaper brands have fewer cherries. Once the tarts are cool, or mostly cool, spoon cherry filling into the dip in each one. Add lots, since otherwise the tarts are kind of boring. 
Then put the pan in the fridge to chill. You don't need to cover it unless you don't plan to serve the tarts for a day or more. If you put plastic wrap over the filling, it'll stick to it. But if you leave the tarts uncovered for too long, the cherry filling loses moisture and gets rubbery on the outside. After an hour or two, though, the tarts should be nicely chilled and ready to eat. If you eat them before they're chilled, they don't have a very nice texture and the flavors don't work together nearly as well. When they're chilled through, though, they're absolutely delicious and look much fancier than any recipe that calls for vanilla wafers has a right to be. These keep in the fridge for a few days, but make sure to cover them after the initial chilling if you don't eat them within a day. Thanks for listening. You can find Real Life Cooking Podcast at reallifecooking.blueberry.net. That's blueberry without any ease. You can find the recipe that goes with this episode in the show notes. Now, get out there and enjoy your food.